Hello and welcome to Basket News Talks. Uh, today, here in Kaunas, I'm with uh, CSKA Moscow head coach Dimitri Satudis. Hello, coach. Uh, thank you for finding your time in your busy schedule. I know that it's very tight in here, but thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, thank you. Actually, I want to start from the theme that has been haunting you the whole season, uh, the injury concerns. Uh, oh. It seems like if one player becomes healthy, another one is out. It, is, was there a day this season that you didn't have to bother about injuries at all? Or is it like every single day some, some uh, headache about that? Well, unfortunately, it, uh, the, the worst scenario and my, my biggest fear uh, and concern is if I see that the, on my phone uh, appears the, the name of the doctor, so something is going on. Or uh, the name of my strength conditioning coach. Um, uh, yeah, we, we were not, we had a very good preseason, let's say, short but good, healthy, when I say good, healthy, uh, and um, played the Super Cup, won the Super Cup, the first title of the, of the season, and uh, from there and on, even though in the Super Cup, Danny Hackett was not ready because I have to mention that the preseason was short, as I said, and having people... Um, Joel Bolomboy was coming from injury, four months out of basketball, and he had to join the, the preseason with uh, not a full speed and uh, being cautious. Danny Hackett had a, a microsurgery in, uh, during the summer. Also, he was out of activity as a, as a professional. And uh, Nikola Milutino was recovering from a big, um, uh, big time, six, six plus months out of basketball having a surgery. But all this, uh, you know, we, we managed to, um, to let's say, um, fight it and have a normal preseason. As I said, we, we played the Super Cup. And then after that, and after the first uh, game against Milano, everything starts again. Let's say, hitting us uh, from everywhere, the injuries and uh, not being complete. Why, why I'm saying that and why I regret getting the, the opportunity from your question is like, you know, coaches and, and uh, the management of the club, we wanted to evaluate what kind of uh, chemistry we, ha we had, what we have. And since, since today, we, we were not able to see what that team ca is capable, like what are the potentials that we have and if we can meet that, that potential we have. So let's hope from now and on, we're going to have less and less injury problems. Sometimes you see Cesca Moscow playing and it's not, it's not the usual faces, but you see that in one game that's Gerald Bolomboy steps up and next game is Simon Antonov, next game is uh, Viktor Ukhov as well. So all, the, all these guys stepping up and filling those shoes that were left by bigger, bigger players, I guess that helps a lot. That's, that's the other part which we're, we're proud of because definitely if you want to be um, a team that competes for something uh, great in Euroleague, you need to have a, a long uh, roster, a big roster, uh, and, uh, and players that they're ready to step up at every moment. So those guys are making the, the guys you said, like Simon is over here, he knows his, his job and he's always, he will never let us down. He's going to do his job. Maybe he's going to have his day, maybe not, but he's going to play hard and not only in the games, but also in practices, he's practicing that way. Same with Vanya, uh, he's uh, progressing. I, I remember the first day I talked with Vanya, 
how he's going to look playing for CSKA from Parma coming. Uh, with all the respect to the teams that he, he played before, it's a, a complete different situation and a, a complete different call. So, and um, and everybody, Joel Bolomboy, as you said, we, we, we brought him from the United States and his his involvement within the team is, is inevitable, uh, unquestionable. Uh, he's been doing great steps. But, um, you know, uh, we would like to have all together in order to coach different and, and give a different, let's say, if I may call it like a breath here, breath there for some certain players, but we were we were not able to to do so because it's not only the injuries, it's also the a lot of viruses are going out uh, besides COVID, which is the biggest headache uh, in, in 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 the world. We have also some other viruses. You know, everybody has kids. Kids are going to the kindergarten. They bring some other. Uh, diseases, so everybody caught it, uh, and then one day is that, uh, one day is stomach problem, one time is fever, one time is dizziness, and etc. Uh, etc. Et but that's life. So the big roster helps, and those guys that they step up, uh, it's a big thing for us. As soon as I said Victory uh, Uhov, I, said, I understood that that's a mistake. That's Ivan Uhov. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Ivan for, yeah, Rania, Rania, for mistaking. Rania. Yeah, there were also some rumors about you being in the market searching for point guard. Uh, is it true? Are you still looking for that? I don't know if it's we're looking for the point guard, but CSKA is uh, having the the ears and eyes open. Where we still uh, can sign the one more foreigner or a Russian player if it shows up. Uh, we have a spot, I want to say, open. Uh, we always been, you know, alert. But the most important thing for me right now, and for everybody in the in the club, for my for my colleagues, my associates, my assistant coaches, and of course the management, is to evaluate what we have. When we're gonna have the team healthy and playing and, and compete, and uh, we'll see the potential that that team has. So when we're gonna see and evaluate, then maybe we can do some some things. But uh, the, the the club is still working on. on on several cases, I mean, uh, we're, we're thinking always ahead. Uh, ahead doesn't mean that it has to be the, the near future, the tomorrow's day, but uh, it, it can be uh, one or two years for, from now. So, and this is something that every club who respects um, uh, the legacy that uh, has and the history and the future, looking for the future, is doing so. We have 13, 14 games into the season. Uh, what has been uh, the, the thing that you like the most so far about your team? Well, uh, the, uh, the, the way we work uh, and the, the way we're um, determined and uh, focus on, uh, uh, you know, fighting adversities. Um, we had a period of, um, let's say, uh, a lot of loading of certain players because the injuries leads to, as I said, uh, using a different rotation of what you thought which automatically means that uh, certain players will be more loaded and others will be out of practice or out of shape. Because bringing an injured player means that he needs also a certain amount of time and the games to go through. Like, you know, Milutinov that he's back, I mean, he is now looking better and better to catch the, uh, the requested shape for, for this level, uh, you know, it will take some time. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy that uh, the players are devoted and uh, the self-awareness they have, each and every one, uh, which will bring to eventually a collective um, awareness and collective uh, you know, uh, effort, which is the, the, the question, which is the main question for, for us right now. 
overall in Euroleague, uh, we are almost halfway through the regular season. What surprised you the most in Euroleague so far? Well, doesn't surprise me uh, anything uh, at all. It's exactly what it is. Um, commenting also the last night's uh, results or so far, as you said, the 14th, 15th games that they were played. Um, it's, it's, um, it's a topic we, we have to discuss, why I'm saying that. Each and every game is, almost looks like a final for each and every team. Like, it doesn't matter who do you play against. Do you play for the team that is in the bottom of the standing? You're playing in a, the, the, the team that is in the middle of the standing? Or do you play the, the, the top teams? So, and that's not that much of a healthy. It's a good for competition to, to be out there and to compete each and every game. That's, that's for, 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 for sure. But all this happened because of the format of, uh, of the competition. And um, with all the respect, first of all, I, I believe that EuroLeague is the best, uh, the most quality championship out there. Uh, but teams like us or Spanish teams or you know, also other teams that they have a lot of obligations in their uh, domestic league and they do compete with um, uh, teams that you know, they, they really compete on the highest level, either that EuroCup or EuroLeague. And you have also traveling, a lot of traveling. It's not the same amount of load uh, of the players. Now, coming back to EuroLeague, the format says we, we've been 16 teams before. And 50% of the teams that were qualifying for the next phase, which is the playoffs. Now, we had two more teams who became 18, and still eight are qualifying, which is below 50%. If we compare it with the NBA, of 30 teams that they have over there, and 16 are going further to the next phase. It's more than 50% and remains the same. It's even more now than 16 with that play-in tournament. Yeah, the play-in tournament is even more. That's what I, I wanted to come to. And now what we have over here is, like last year as I was talking, I was talking exactly in order not to somebody to, to think that I'm trying to criticize, I'm trying to help over here, the, the sport which I admire and love and every, everybody loves and, and I assume that loves because you are in this because first of all you have a love for that and, and respect. So I was talking last year like the eight teams that we qualified or the four teams that they go to final four and especially the eight teams that are qualified for the, 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 the playoffs doesn't mean that Valencia that was ninth or I don't know Maccabi who was over there 10th or so whatever that that program was that bad to criticize and said, okay, they didn't qualify, so they had not a good season. So, why I'm saying this is that maybe we need to, to think of a different format. We need to add some more teams. I believe that um, there are teams out there that they can compete in the EuroLeague level, um, that they have stability and they have vision and they have um, court and they have all the required um, uh, components uh, in order to be a, uh, a team that competes in the highest level. And to probably divide it into two groups, having the regular season a little bit more of a, uh, you know, time to make adjustments, to, to play different players. So even if you have some defeats, that doesn't cost you downstretch on what you want to do as a club. This is pretty much what happened in NBA when you have 80-something games. You know, you can afford, I may say, uh, some of the injuries. Some players are absent. Uh, you know, you, you're going to play different rotation because you load certain players. Over here, you can't do that. <laughs> your, your, your hands are tied. You got, you got to play on the highest level, like back-to-back, back-to-back. You got also after that trip to your local league. Uh, and then you got to play also on the highest level over there, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think that 
this is one extra reason plus the, the loaded schedule of the players, why the players are getting, uh, not only in our case, because you see uh, in, in many other teams we have a lot of injured players, like players that they're loaded and players that they give it all in, a, in, the, in the EuroLeague competition and then in the local leagues are, I'm not saying falling, but they have a different motivation and a, and a different stamina, the stamina is not there. So, so I think we need to um, seriously think about uh, changing the, the format and, and doing something which still is going to be very uh, attractive to the fans because it is attractive. The EuroLeague competition and EuroLeague organization is, is, is great, but uh, you know, the enemy of uh, good is the, 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 the greatest or the best. So you need to make steps in order to, to become better. So your idea is adding a couple more teams or even like four well, teams and dividing definitely. them in two groups. Definitely. Do you think it should be the same groups every year or you reshuffle it year after well, year? Well, um, that's for people that they uh, understand more. I'm just, I'm just uh, saying an idea in order to, to help. I'm just saying the facts that I share with a lot of colleagues out there, like it's, it's, I see it the same. Uh, you know, we talk coaches, we, we talk also in our union, the, the union of coaches, we talk also with colleagues, friends with, from EuroCup, from, uh, from Champions League or from, uh, from EuroLeague, of course, and uh, everybody uh, says the same, you know, like, uh, we, it could be um, from divided by region, it can be divided by the, um, the distance and then playing uh, all together, as also in NBA, you have four different, you have Pacific Central, what do you have? Uh, four, am I right? Four groups. Six, and then six. six now? Yeah, right. Six divisions. Yeah. So six divisions and uh, then you're playing all less games when you go to the East Coast or West Coast, it depends. So uh, you can find the format and playing more games that requires a little, a little bit more of the games. I'm asking for more games. Yes, I'm asking for more games, but then to compensate that, the, the, the team should play a little bit less of the games in the domestic league. I'm not going against the domestic leagues. Domestic leagues are very important and uh, very respectful. Uh, but we need to find um, the, the golden uh, key because I'm telling you, players are loaded, loaded, loaded. And the, the biggest thing in this sport are the players. The, the spotlights should be on the players. The, uh, while saying that, I'm saying to have the, the best circumstances and the, and, the, and the best possibilities of developing their talent and, and giving such battles, such games, out there to the audience, and this is how we're gonna, you know, attract even more and more and more people. We gotta be united. Right now, we have four different basketballs. We have different dimensions in NCAA. We have different dimensions and rules in NBA. We have different dimensions and rules in EuroLeague, and we have different dimensions and uh, actually same dimensions but different rules in FIBA in FIBA basketball. So we're going out there with a different. Idea soccer, for instance, which is the, the main sport, has the same ideas regarding if they play in Asia, if they play in, in Africa, or if they play in uh, in uh, in Europe. So our sports, I mean, uh, of course, I'm subjective subject, subjective over here, but uh, uh, I think it's a very attractive sport and very, very very you know like it happens everything within a second. So we need a little bit more. Um, big concern of how we're going to find a way to, to be together again, to be united and to go out there with, a, with one idea and, and fight in the, on, the, on the highest level and compete out there and having full arenas again back, hopefully. You talked about uh, sharing your ideas with other coaches. 
Just a month ago, my colleague Donatas talked to Sharuna Sasikevichus and uh, Shara said that sometimes he felt that the coaches were the last ones to be heard by EuroLeague. Uh, do you feel the same? Like sometimes oh, yeah, you're not yeah, heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Sar was right. We were, were talking about that. Um, major decisions have happened in, in the past without asking coaches. At least the opinion, you know. I think that we, we, we deserve to be asked and now uh, uh, being as a union, but also before, you know, like we're, we're the ones where we're, we're taking care about everybody. This is our job. Uh, so um, at least our opinion should be uh, should be heard. Uh, and there are many cases on from, I don't know. Let's um, cancel the, the league because of COVID. Let's do this kind of amount of days uh, off because players have asked. Let's do this, let's do that without asking coaches. And then where's the union going like, where, where, where are we in this equation? It's not because we are egoistic, no, just because we want to help towards the, the let's let's be heard our, our opinion. Uh, we might be it might be different, it might be the same, or we might have to add something which is going to help the uh, the competition. Yes, I, I fully agree. We we have talked that in our uh, assemblies, and that's actually odd because without any exaggeration, the coaches are the stars of the Euroleague, not the players, but the coaches are the stars, right? And if nobody asks, I see that you do not agree with me. No, <laughs> no. no. Coaches are here to, to help the, the organization and, and the players. The, the, the players are the, the stars. They, they were always been, they will always be, and they have to be. This is where the spotlight has to go. The coaches are very important fact, factor. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to be over here. It's not about the modesty or something like the, the, we're, we're important as well in, the, in this equation, like also our associates, uh, uh, the, the assistant coaches, everybody who works for the club. But uh, the players should have the, the best possible way in order to have the right treatment, the right rest, the, the right uh, traveling, the right hotels, the right meals, um, and everything in order to perform. That's the, the investment of each club, are the players. You know, and the, the players should have the supporting cast that they are over there, like all the physiotherapists, the trainers, and the coaches, that they are, everybody needs to be coached. Every need uh, who wants to succeed eventually needs to be coached and under a system. This is a team sport. It has rules and you know certain um, certain area that you can uh, operate with your teammates. But uh, players should be uh, on, on the on the first part. But everybody, each and everyone, from the owners that they're the most important uh, factor over there because they invest and they give the money, and then to er each and everyone who contributes in order to be spectacular, uh, this great game of basketball. Is there a game in the calendar that you look forward to the most? Like you see, okay, there's this one game that I really look forward to? You know, my friend, I said that, like for, for me, I know that we play tonight, tonight against uh, Zalgiris, and I know probably the next game. That's, that's my uh, near future. Uh, sometimes it's just the, 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 only the next game. So I can't do such a big plans. We, we used to say in our country, I think that you have it also, like you, if you want to make the God to, to love, tell him your plans. Like, you know, like what plans? Like tomorrow might ring the phone and says, listen, you don't have those two or these three, like knock to the wood. I, I don't want to think about that anymore. Like you can't make such a long plan. So obviously in general, everybody, when we start the season, we're making plans according to what you, we have, but I, I will come again back to this. 
everybody who works for the club are very important. Like, you might sign the, the best players. What if they don't have the best physiotherapists or the, the best doctors that they cannot make the, the diagnostic or they don't have the best uh, facilities to make the rehabilitation or, you know, the medicine or the equipment to treat them? It's worthless. You, you, you sign the best players, but, uh, you know, like as a team, any team, doesn't matter over here. And you cannot support that. So you pretty much, you don't support your investment. Like you got the best players, you, you got to have them uh, the best possible uh, services uh, together with coaches, me medicine and staff and everybody who are equipped and uh, have a knowledge and experience and uh, educated to support your investment. I can't touch players if I don't get the green light from doctors, physiotherapists and strength conditioning coaches. When they, they go through that process, then it comes to our hands and then we can practice them. Okay, I'll ask this question in a bit different manner. Is there some coach uh, that you look forward to playing or some coach that you find the hardest to scout and that's kind of, uh, uh, you know, some right. goal for you to go into, into that game and they perform well? Well, that's different, uh, <laughs> different question. Yeah, like there are many uh, challenging situations. There are many challenging uh, circumstances. There are many challenging coaches. Um, there are coaches, you can see the philosophy of each and every one. Yeah, I'm not going to name one or two or three or whatever, but the, the preparation is different when you play with a certain coach that he, you know that, you know, his uh, ideas and philosophy is this, or you're playing against another coach that his team and also the quality of the players that he's coaching, uh, it's uh, limited to, let's say, to few things that you can scout and say, okay, I'm going to adjust this and that. But again, the game is life. You, you don't just prepare your team. The other coach is also preparing for something. And then all of a sudden something happened in the game or, I don't know, quick fouls or some, 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 something goes wrong. And then you got to find another, another way to, to play. It's, uh, that's what makes our game so interesting. Uh, because a lot of things can, can be changed within a second. Uh, I would like rephrase your probably questions and I, I will say that it's so challenging that it challenge us as coaches to be more prepared and more prepared. If you're relaxed in, in one game and says, okay, I, I did everything, you know, like, I'm, uh, and you're not thinking, you don't need to overthink, no, though, but if you're not thinking of what may happen, what are the possibilities, uh, or you're not uh, being alert during the game, because it's life. It's one part is the preparation, and another part is the execution according to the circumstances you're facing in the game. Like you prepare something, which is good. You may have a plan B or a plan C ready, but then it doesn't work uh, neither of, of what you have prepared, and you got to make certain adjustments. And this is challenging when you face such coaches that they, they, they are, they're making. They're, they're able to, to do adjustments also according to the personnel that they have. Okay, uh, one more specific question. Uh, I hope you can answer that. If not, it's a I did answer also the previous. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you know... I, I we, didn't say a name, but you yeah, know, there yeah, are many coaches out there. We always want to get those names, you know. <laughs> ah, it's more intrigue for you, that's why. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is for sure. Uh, not it's a Sky game, but what other game with other teams you enjoyed watching the most this season so far? Well, uh, I, I, I mainly I'm focused on watching the, the next opponent. So this is how it goes. Like 
uh, either that's for VTB uh, league or it's for the EuroLeague. So um, yesterday I was watching Maccabi uh, Onyx because obviously we play after that uh, with uh, Onyx, but I was watching uh, previously uh, the Red Star Olympiakos uh, game. I had two screens, let's say I was dividing the screens and I was watching both, but I was focused over here in one game. But I, I enjoy watching um, a, lot of, a lot of teams uh, playing. You know, that's, that's what I said. Like, uh, I watched also the games and it, uh, um, I catch it because when we arrived, it was at the end of this game. So I w we watched the last uh, quarter all together, let's say, Zenit uh, Fenerbahce. Um, you know, there, there are a lot, a lot, of, a lot of ups, ups and downs. Berlin and uh, FS was a very excited game, let's say, last night. I, I enjoy watching everybody and each and everyone. Like, uh, Alba, I watched the other, the other day, very respectful. Uh, the way they play, the, the energy they put in the, the court uh, against Milano was, was great energy. You, you could see the energy, you can feel the energy. Like, even from the screen, you could have felt the energy. And this is what we said about Every game being a final out there, like everybody wants to, to compete on the highest level. Let's change the topic a bit. A couple of months ago, were there rumors about uh, possibly you joining the Greek national team? Uh, was there, there no any truth in that? There are no rumors. This is, this is, I'm not talking about rumors. This is a Greek national team show interest and it's, it's a fact. It's, okay. It was back then news, but not rumors. So was it close? You were joining the Greek national it's, team. It's not about being close or, or, or far. It's it's a certain uh, things we uh, that need to be uh, on the on the on the table and to discuss. The the most important thing is that Mr. Liolios, the the, the president of uh, Greek National uh, Federation, and Mr. Vatutin, the two institutions they have met in in Moscow. Uh, besides the fact that they they talked over the phone or via emails or whatever they they, they did. They have met and the two institutions, they have sat on the, the table and they talked. You know, I'm, I'm, co I'm head coach of CSKs, which is a great organization, has a lot of obligation. On the same, same time, I'm, I'm uh, very motivated and uh, honored that uh, I'm the one, I'm, I'm chosen for the Greek National Federation to, to lead this uh, um, upcoming, uh, let's say, I can call it a uh, circle of, of the games, either that is European uh, World uh, Championship or, or Olympic Games. Uh, but as I said, we're over here to, to find the solution or, or not to find the solution. But the, the most important thing is that they sat down and they have spoken. I think that they're going to uh, do the same in the near future. So that's still on the table, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. Uh, has it been your kind of a dream to be the head coach of the Greek national team? Well, also in, in the past, uh, uh, Mr. Vasilakopoulos, that he used to be um, the, the president of federation, um, came to Moscow and they, they talked. Back then, it was not the, the circumstances that were weird. And uh, uh, it was the first time that the windows showed up over there, like happen or not happen. Let's clarify something. The, the, the offer of the Greek national uh, uh, federation is uh, not in the windows. They know that a Euroleague head coach cannot be able to uh, leave the, the team and go for and play for the windows. I hope that one day it will happen that. So we're going to be again united uh, and all together as basketball and the leagues, the, the leagues will stop, then the players will go or we have a common agreement on when we can play games. So just to come back, the, the offer is for them. 
I'm sorry, during the summer, leading the leading the, the team. So, so we it's need for to Eurobasket, right, for next year. Yeah, like as I said, Eurobasket, or that's uh, after that, if the team qualifies for the okay. world world champion, or if the team qualifies for the Olympic Games, etc. So it's about the the summertime. We're already many players, or a lot of players from each team and from my team, uh, for our team, uh, will join uh, several national teams. Yeah. Greek national team, the last time you got medals, it was back in 2009. So that's a very quite, quite a long stretch without medals, right? Um, getting the federation, getting for big names like you, it's, it looks like a step in the right direction, right? Uh, trying to get the glory back, especially with some players like Yanis uh, still having to prove something in those FIBA courts, FIBA rules, uh, FIBA championships. Uh, I, I guess working with Yanis is intriguing as well, right? Well, you see, I like that. But at the same time, I'm here just to put a different uh, rules. We just talked from the possibility of maybe, eventually, maybe, as I said, taking over the, the national team, going to the medal. Like, we got, you know, like from here, possibility of taking, we already jumped to the medal. Like, that's, that's not work in my mind. You know, that's a long, long jump. Like, from the possibility of taking, it, it, it's like, um, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of factors should be on the same on the place in order to work on a on a good way. And um, national teams are short term uh, targets. Let's say short term uh, cycluses, coaching wise, playing wise. Uh, you cannot compare the long term competition of Euroleague or local leagues that you're playing ten months. Uh, and the two months or one month of competition, like you go on over there, you play the knockout games or you're playing the group games. So um, in between, there are a lot of components. So from taking the team until uh, going to the medal is, uh, is, is uh, probably a hundred years ahead. So uh, we need to think about other things like regarding Yanis, um, he already proved that he can play ball and in the highest level. And we, the, we're proud that Yanis uh, is competing and at the same time uh, competing on the highest level. He is uh, among the best, uh, the best of the best. And um, he still uh, has a desire, wish to help the national team uh, uh, perform and him and his brothers and everybody. Um, you mentioned something which is important also. You said he has to prove something in this FIBA courts, like with the different rules now, like coming back again about different basketball there, different basketball here. I think we can be united, united towards, you know, one direction, like at least on the professional level, let's say the NBA, the FIBA and EuroLeague to have the same. I understand the NCAA that they have those rules and probably they're not going to make any step back of adapting the, 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 the pros uh, rules. But at least over there in a, in, a, in a pro level, we need to at least have the, um, the same rules. So Yanis had proved already what he has to prove. I think he's in, 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 in the situation right now that he's more calm uh, and he's more dedicated on what he can uh, accomplish with the uh, with national team as well. So either, uh, uh, doesn't matter, we, we don't know the future. Either if I'm going to be the, the head coach or he's going to be another head coach, uh, I wish him he's going to succeed this, what he has as a goal, like to, to help national team to, to, uh, to win and to be healthy. Nobody likes this situation with Euroleague and FIBA. 
we has, we has been so many talks about that and we will not go into that, but uh, do you believe that this can be solved in the near future? Well, yes. Why not? Every conflict, conflict should and has and definitely in our case must come to the solution. That is, that is, uh, there's a lot of space when, uh, when people sit down uh, on a table to find a common uh, language and to, to agree on things. Uh, I believe that the, in, in this sport, the, the, the only thing that uh, loses is the, the, the sport itself. When you have different ideas, I'm going to do that, so I don't care about you. I'm going to do that, so I don't care about you. So I'm going to do that, and regardless. There are, there are from both sides things that they can, you know, uh, let's say, put it a little bit of a side. Uh, as we, we say in my country, put a little bit of water in your wine and, you know, say, okay, I'm, I'm going to come closer to your, to your side. I'm going to come closer to your side. So let's, let's meet and let's have. I think that uh, with, um, uh, with Mr. Zaglis uh, on, the, on the general secretary spot uh, and he's, um, at least uh, what he says out there publicly, uh, he's going towards that direction. And I think that EuroLeague also wants the, uh, that thing too. I mean, nobody wants to, to be in this kind of a fight. Uh, as I said, I mean, especially us, as that we're looking from outside and we work in, in, into this great sport, coaches, players, we want to be all together. Okay, one last topic. Uh, you have titles here in Europe. Uh, you, you've got great English communication skills. Uh, you are still young. I'm leaning towards MBA. Is it something on your mind that you think about maybe someday going to the MBA? No, many, many colleagues, including yourself, you, you have asked me uh, about that. The MBA is the, the greatest organization. I have uh, had um, the opportunity and the, the privilege on working in several summer leagues, being a member of the coaching staff and uh, working with many players that they're now playing uh, 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 there and coaches that they, they, they coach. I have um, a big net, net of, net, net of uh, uh, communication and, and friendship in uh, NBA uh, in different organizations in different situations and different spots. But right now I'm very happy on what I am and I'm um, focused on what my task is. Um, I'm privileged that uh, CSK and Andre gave me this opportunity to, to lead such a great group uh, of um, players, uh, personnel and of course uh, coaches and together to, to try to establish something, something good. And, uh, the most important thing is that CSK uh, so far had shown out there that it has a stability on what it's doing, uh, regardless of the obstacles or the circumstances that happened, because it was not any year that we didn't face any, a big adversity, I would, I would say, or losing our main center or losing this player, losing that player, you know, so but we have a, a good group of people. This is the third generation that we've been called to, to coach and to work together. Uh, from the first generation that uh, I mentioned 2014, then to 2019 and now to 2021, 22, getting into uh, the third generation that we've been called to, to work together. So that's my main goal right now. I'm, I'm pragmatic in what happens now. The NBA remains uh, the, the, the best organization. We need to learn a lot from, from their side. We need to, to be uh, told how to, to do things. 
By the way, coming in that topic, when the windows are, nobody mentions the NBA players, why they're not coming. And that's not fair because, okay, they cannot come, which is normal, but why would take it out of the picture? So it's, it's the same, right? Yeah. NBA players would love to play for their national teams, but they can. It's, it's inevitable that they can. Like, Especially when we have countries like Slovenia uh, missing the last exactly, World Cup. Exactly. So Vončić would, would love to, to play. He proved it uh, uh, already many times. And, and Dragic, of course, well, before he, he, he stopped playing for the national team. So for me, being a pragmatic, that's my goal. Uh, uh, if and when uh, I might uh, uh, be uh, out of the TSK or out of this, I might think something different way, but I, I don't know. I can't, I can't judge right now. I'm, I'm very happy where I am at. Um, and uh, very happy. I'm very happy of how my cooperation with Andre, uh, you know, puts Briggs into our relation every year. We learn. I learn a lot of things from what is going on out there. I'm not, for sure, I'm not from the, the ones that said, listen, I know everything, so, you know, I don't need it. No, I do need knowledge from each and everything, like from your conversation, from a book or from a, from associate that I'm, he's going to give me something good. Uh, and thank God I have um, uh, an ad of coaches, not only from basketball, from soccer or from volleyball, from other, other sports that they can, you know, like we talk and say, okay, how are you going to solve this? From soccer is a little bit different. Like they see us basketball coaches, we being aggressive on the court, doing things. We talk about the way we can influence the game and coaches of the soccer, how they can influence the game during the game with the substitutions, timeouts that we have, they don't have over there. So it's quite, quite interesting to, you know, get into the details. Uh, sorry, I've been, you know, like you gave me a pass about the NBA and now I, I, I finished to the soccer, but it, it, it went there. So right now I'm very happy where I am at. We'll see what the future may bring. Coach, always a pleasure talking to you. Always uh, so nice having you. Uh, I hope our watchers enjoyed that as well. So good luck uh, tonight and good luck in the future and uh, early Merry Christmas, actually. Yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, let's, let's hope that we, we leave COVID behind us. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's to you, to your families. Uh, my, my wish is to have your loving ones together with you in the table, uh, wherever you are. Merry Christmas. Thank you.